Hey everybody, thank you for coming to the very first episode of Nerd to the Third. Your stop for video games, movies, and everything in the nerd culture. Today we're bringing you the power of three with Nick, Nate, the ever-rotating third chair, the always illustrious Coach Smith. My friends call me Coach. <laughs> I'm not Coach, by the way. I just thought I would throw a Coach impression in there. Uh, I think you went a little bit over the top of the introduction, but I greatly appreciate it. No, you're welcome. Uh, illustrious is a bit of a strong word, I feel. <laughs> the always a donut in his hand. Is that better? That sounds much better. That is it. Okay, he always has a donut in his hand, but you don't know one. You, you don't want to know where the hole went. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> burr, burr, burr. Just, just picture me as Mr. Woodcock, if anything else. <laughs> All right, so everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, this is our very first episode, so please let us know how you like it, what you like about it. Give us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. It makes it so that, you know, people will actually be able to find us. So please, 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 if you have time, if you're listening to us at your job or you're listening in this car, you know, when you get home or something, put a little reminder on your phone. Give us a nice review. Let us know how you like it. Um, you can find us on Twitter at TX3 Productions, or you can go to Facebook at Threat X3 Productions. And you can also find us on Discord. You can find the link to it on the TX3 Productions Twitter or in the description below. And so what we want to do is we want to start off with a good giveaway. If we get up to 50 followers, which we're pretty close already, if we get up to 50 followers, we're going to do a, a giveaway for $20. And so it'll be a Visa card. You can use it on anything you like. You can use it on Amazon. You can use it on PlayStation, Xbox, whatever you'd like. And so get us up to 50 and we will we will get there. And we're actually really close to 200 on uh, YouTube as well. So if we could also get up to like 200 on YouTube, that'd be great. We're at like 196. So literally four of you who aren't already subscribed to Threat X3 Productions on YouTube, if you subscribe to us, we'll, we'll also be very glad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is our new podcast. We're very excited about it. But first, I think we need to explain a little bit of some of the rules for our nerd points. So at the end of this, somebody's going to win the biggest nerd. And here's how it works. You can get positive points for being extra nerdy, having nice, you know, fun facts or something that, you know, not a lot of people know. And so one of us will be like, ah, oh, that's really good. You get a nerd point. Or you can have a stupid or funny joke that gets a laugh from other people and you'll get a nerd point for that. You'll get double points if you call out somebody and they end up being wrong. Or you end up being right. So if you call, if I call out Nate, like actually that's not right. It's this, and then we Google it. I end up being right. I get double points. Negative points if you get something wrong, getting a bad joke or a bad reaction from a joke is negative points, and you'll get double points if you call somebody out and you end up being incorrect. So you want to be smart. You want to give out those fun facts so you can get the points, but you want to make sure that you're right about your fun facts. Okay? So today Question. we're going to start... Yeah, go ahead. Does my beard comb thing work in retrospect or no? No, you do not get, you do not get points after the fact. 
damn it. Okay. So uh, we're going to start off the day. Let's just get the juices flowing. That's what she said. With Nate. Nate, you know what really pushes my buttons? You know what really pushes my buttons? <laughs> no, in all seriousness. Um, well, real quick, I don't really think, apart from our names, we've really introed ourselves for you know new people who are listening um my name is nate um um i like well I you like, know I since like... i said nate and then you started talking i mean <sighs> you know what you're really killing my vibe nate. You're really <laughs> killing killing my vibe. vibe. is that what pushes your buttons that's what pushes my buttons <laughs> um <laughs> no okay so i'll go ahead and start what really pushes my buttons and, and now granted this is coming from somebody who isn't really this is a final fantasy rant this is coming from someone who's not a big Final Fantasy fan. Um, if you want to get particular, I did, I did, and I do love Kingdom Hearts. And a Kingdom Hearts, to me, is a Final Fantasy light, kind of, because it has elements in it that are similar. Um, I want to talk about the fact that in a recent news story, it's reported that the Final Fantasy VII remake is rumored to come out in 2023. Mm. For a little bit of uh, perspective... The I'm uh, this may be a make or break on the nerd points. Um, I'm pretty sure that the announcement trailer with some alpha gameplay was shown off at PSX in 2015. Yeah, which nerd would point. make it an almost 10 year time between the first time they showed it and the potential release. Also, keep in mind this game is supposed to be episodic. They're supposed to break it up into episodes. Now, unless that. This 2023 date is going to be a full game. That may be a different story. But my rant is, and what pushes my buttons, is why is this okay? Why is this okay for Square Enix to basically, you, if you love Final Fantasy, hey, wait 10 years until the new one comes out. And, like, it always seems like there's always some kind of trouble while making these games. I mean, that's what happened with Final, Final, Final Fantasy 15. It was announced in 2005, and they started it and then they basically scrapped the whole thing and started from scratch and it came out in 2015 you know and it's kind of the same thing with kingdom hearts as well kingdom hearts 2 came out in um fact check me somebody 2006 i'm going i'm going to say 2005 let me check it's either 2005 2006 that's when kingdom hearts 2 came out and now kingdom hearts 3 if it comes out this year which i think it will be which (laughs) i think it will um it's the initial release date for Kingdom Hearts 2, December 22nd, 2005. Okay, he gets a nerd point. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, 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 someone please tell me this, because I, like, I don't understand, I, and I know it's kind of a joke at this point, but in all seriousness, like, why is this okay? Why is this okay for them to continue this kind of schedule? Now, these are the same people that boasted that, hey, we found a new way to make video games faster. Yeah, that was supposed to be thanks to Final Fantasy fifteen, and that took 10 yeah. years. And somehow, a game that took 10 years, they figured out how to make games faster. Well, now, now for a slight perspective, I know that CyberConnect was originally on task to do the Final Fantasy seven remake. And I know that it was either this past year or end of last year that they basically, like, they're not working on it anymore. They got somebody else to work on it. Because I, I guess it wasn't going the way they wanted to. So I can understand that. They want to go ahead and nip that in the bud before it got worse. But even still, like, especially the fact that I understand this is being made remade from the ground up for the most part, you know, right. because everything looks new and it's it's a full remake. But still, why why should this game take almost 10 years to come out? That's a great question. 
Well, yeah, because it's like it, it just it, like it for it, it pushes my <laughs> buttons in the sense of the the community and the people. They're like, well, this sucks, but whatever. I'm gonna play a Final Fantasy game. It's like that's not okay. That's not yeah. okay to wait ten years per game. Yep, I agree. Yeah, and they do that with most of their JRPGs. It seems so. It caused Tomb Raider. I don't think spent development hell the the reboot they did. Which is actually mm-hmm. the topic for what grinds my gears, staying on the Square Enix train. But it seems like the only ones that take forever is their JRPGs. And I don't know if that's because mm-hmm. of the size or the scope or what, but you know, there wasn't a sizable gap, I don't think, between Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 in terms of years. And in between, they've released other games. I'm not sure if they developed them, but I know they published them. Um, um, so, I did ask a buddy... Oh, go ahead. No, that was it. I was just, I'm just trying to think it through of, you know, these big JRPG titles they put out, why it takes them so long to do those. But even, like, for Persona 5, it took, you know, they announced that game back in 2005, and it just came out, like, last year. So, Persona 5 has been in hell, too. Well, wait, when did Persona 4 come out? Persona 4 came out on the PSP, I want to say, like, when it first hit. Okay. But Persona, okay. Persona Five uh, was announced, well, that, and then there was about three years before you hadn't heard anything, and then it finally came out. So Persona Four Golden, which is the American version, came out in 2012. So there was a okay. six-year okay. gap, and it was Persona Five got announced somewhere like two or three years later, and then it took them another three mm-hmm. years past that. So it was about six or seven years. So well, I, I was talking to a friend of mine about this because I, I I actually posed this question to him because i know he loves final fantasy and his response basically was i feel like square enix's western developers in a way make up for that you know because you have your tomb raiders and you have all the games that are being developed by square enix over here right in between yeah but even yeah but even still like i i want to say that the witcher 3 and final fantasy 15 in some ways I feel like they're in scope similar sizes. I could be totally wrong about that, but right, right. I'm pretty sure it didn't take CyberConnect ten years to to make The Witcher three. I mean, I think the I think the gap between The Witcher two and three was uh, maybe six or seven years. I want to say Witcher two probably came out in like oh eight, nine, or ten. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just it's it's one of those things. Is like I, you know, Final Fantasy fan can probably tell me can probably give me an answer and it, it may be acceptable but just off the top of my head when i read that news i was like why is that an okay thing why is that yeah. all right for everybody to just sit down and take that like it's there's so I, many other games that you can play why wait 10 years on one yeah and i mean no matter what it's gonna be just like final fantasy 15 where the build-up is so much there is absolutely positively no way that it can live up to it i mean now granted people liked 15 but it wasn't to a certain degree you know there is still a lot of people who were basically just like it's all right you know but it's not 10 years of work all right it's you know yeah they rebuilt it and everything so yeah yeah, it's pretty sad, but maybe somebody can give me an answer. Sweet. If you have an answer, put it in yeah. the like, leave a comment, leave a review, tweet at us, something. I want to know. Like, are you okay know. with this? I want to know. Why are you so okay with mediocrity? That's a good start, <laughs> Nate. <laughs> Yelling at our 
<laughs> yelling at our listeners. Be like, tell me, tell me why. <laughs> All right, so Please let's go ahead. tell me and... why. Ain't nothing but a ma. Oh, God, I already messed it up. That's a negative for me. <laughs> okay, let's get on to our weekly grind. All right, so weekly grind. What have we been up to? What have we been doing over the last week or so? Um, Nate, start it off. off. Um, you guys probably have done a lot more than I have this week. Um, Which is why I'm starting with you. you yeah, exactly. Do, you don't do honestly. You just sit around yeah, and yeah. Well, waste of uh, life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, these next few weeks are going to be interesting because trying to figure out like if I want to play something, if I want to pack. My, you know, my wife and I are moving in a few weeks, so it. So I'm, there's not a whole lot that I have been doing the past few weeks. Um, as far as this past week, I've been playing more God of War. Um, I I want to say I'm about middle of the way. Um, s- slight spoilers. I just got um, I just got to the stonemason. Mm, okay. Like I just I just went in that in that area and then i fought those f- real quick let me bitch about this for a second oh my god why was there two trolls uh, uh, no 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 the ogres they were ogres like uh, i'm like okay cool an ogre and some joggers oh no there's another ogre <laughs> <laughs> but what actually ended up working out was i didn't realize the stuff that the stuff and the skills and the equipment that i had been grabbing as i was playing actually helped that and that went by super smooth like I yeah. took those guys on no problem, so that was that was easy. But um, that's where I'm at. Um, besides that, for Mother's Day, took my mother-in-law out to go see a movie. Took her to go see Mother's Day. Mother. Or no, no, <laughs> so it wasn't Mother's oh, Day. Dang it! You messed it up. <laughs> I was took like to, ready with. <laughs> doing took so her to go good. see uh, Life of the Party. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Which was actually a very surprisingly funny Melissa McCarthy movie. Um, it started off a little slow. Basically, Melissa McCarthy is this, like, when you think of a stereotypical mom, like, that's how her character is. And her husband divorces her, like, in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> and it's uh, and so she decides, you know what, I'm going to go back to school because I, I almost finished. And so she ends up going back to school with her daughter, who's, I think it's her senior year of college. And it started off pretty slow. You know, it was like, all right, this is whatever. And then about halfway through, like, it, got, it started getting a lot more funny. And then there's yeah. a twist, a really funny, a really funny twist. Uh, and uh, it's complimented by Maya Rudolph, who is is hilarious in it. Do you know who Maya, do you know who Maya Rudolph is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She's the, did, did, you, did you ever see Grown Ups? Grown Ups, yes. With Adam Sandler? It's Chris Rock's wife. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, she's on SNL a lot. She was in Bridesmaids right, as well. Right. But um, she's super funny. She's that like really hype best friend, but they're both in their 40s. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, I've got to go tell Frank. Frank, you won't believe what she just did. Shut up, Frank. I'm tired of you. Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, so, but that's been pretty much it. What have you guys been up to? Coach, what have you been up to? Well, I've been... You played, you played God of War too as well, right? Yeah, I played God of War. I guess I beat it. I can't remember. It came out on the 20th of April. I think I beat it sometime later into that first week I had it. So, like, that Wednesday yeah. or Thursday, I was done with it. Uh, yeah, I, I weekend it. I, I went through the whole weekend, beat it, got through it. Now, you Redbox yours, right? 
Sorry, what? You red boxed yours, right? Like you rented it or did you? Yeah, I red boxed mine. Gotcha. But yeah, so I I beat that and I haven't 100%ed it. I've kind of been kind of just grinding my way through some of the Valkyries, which is kind of like nice. in-game bosses. Uh, I'm trying to get, you know, the last side quests and stuff. Um, but I've just kind of dabbled in that, you know, an hour or two, an hour there. Uh, basically, right. whenever I get tired and want something different from Persona 5, which is what I've been grinding on for like the last week and a half. And yeah. man, so funny, quick, funny story about the Valkyries. Um, I didn't know there were a side objective. So I happened to stumble upon one. It was whatever. And it took me probably, oh, geez. Uh, I want to say anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour of just die, go back in, die, go back in. Yeah. And kind of like I mentioned before, I had red boxed it. So I was like, I was determined to finish the story. At least I've been doing side stuff. I've been doing like the puzzles and stuff. Whenever I'd come across them, I'd do that. But I wasn't like actively searching for stuff. Like if, if I get it for like Christmas or I get it on like a uh, sale or something, that's what, but when I red box something, I usually try to streamline it or streamline it so that I can, you know, get the experience. I can be a part of the conversation basically. So that's why I, I just went over the weekend. I got a lot of the stuff done. And so me thinking that this Valkyrie was part of the story <laughs> and I was supposed to freaking do it. I was like, I was in the controller throwing phase. There was a I couple of times. I would have been so pissed. What's so amazing? I was so pissed. What's so amazing? Yeah, there was a couple of times where was, I was so close, and I was like, I put it down, took a couple of breaths or whatever. And, like, I have a little girl. She just turned three on Friday. And, um, you know, she's usually in the same room as me, but I'll be playing and she'll be doing something else. So there's a couple times I'd like yell and she kind of just like looks over at me. She's like, Daddy, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> what now? What part of the game were you when you first like, were you like midway oh, or later man. or what? I don't know. I was probably, I think I was within the last two chapters. Okay. Two or three chapters is I was I was on the I was on the home stretch and I could feel it the way the story was ramping up and it's like I was into the so coming across this really freaking hard boss I'm like well this makes sense I'm towards the end of the game so <laughs> man it's crazy oh, man. How... and then like I tried finding my way around and there was no way out except for the way I came I started going back up and like that's when it dawned on me I was like. That was optional. What <laughs> the fuck? So you spent, you wasted like an hour of your life. Did you actually beat it before you left or? Oh yeah, I beat okay. it. It's, Finally. It's so amazing. Like, uh, the best thing about God of War is how at times, depending on who you're fighting, it becomes very Dark Souls. Or oh, like, yeah, right. Bloodborne yeah. or what, like, you know, it's so, especially if you did the play God of War mode or whatever. Give me God of War. Oh, God. No. Dude, no. I tried it, and I was like, you know what? I don't like to get disinfuriated with games. It right. was like that very first encounter you have when you first leave your house. They would start off at level one. You'd hit them a couple of times, and then they would suddenly transform, transform into level twos. Right. And it's not like this is like a new game plus. This is like you're starting off base equipment, base weapons, base skills, everything. And yeah, it, it is just a punishment. And like, from my understanding, though, you get like super good gear from the Gimme God of War mode. Oh, really? 
I've heard I people say you get really good and gear. You know, in the game, if you dig deep enough, I'm not sure the exact thing you can find it on YouTube or IGN, but you actually can find the Infinity Gauntlet, essentially. I heard oh, that. Oh, I, I heard, heard about that. Yeah, they, they kind of Easter egg that into the game. And so that's that might be my next goal if I ever have the time really to just go back. Uh, it kind of depends on how I feel about Persona 5. Uh you know, just try to go back and get that in family gauntlet and try to finally beat all the Valkyries. I've beaten two of them, two or three of them. Right. But uh, for the most part, I've been playing Persona 5. And man, I, this paused on my TV right now. I was playing it before the podcast. And I am 30 hours in, and I just know I'm not even a third of the way through the game. Right. You know, they're still introducing characters. It's just like I just Jeez. got to where I can kind of free roam, like on my days off or whatever, you know? And. Uh-huh. Just the length of the game is just insane. So I, it's one See, of those where I doubt I'll ever finish it. For me, for the the type of gamer I am, I can never play those kinds of games because yeah. it's just like I those games. And I know people, oh, this is so good. <laughs> I don't want to play a game that disrespects my time like that. Well, here's the thing. You get a point for that. That made me laugh. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> I bought I bought it for like fifteen bucks on PSN. Essentially, I uh-huh. had, they had like their JRPG sale. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, that yeah, right. And it was like twenty five dollars. And I also had like a twenty percent off coupon or something like that. And whoop, whoop. so I got like this hundred hour game for fifteen bucks. And I was like, well, you can't beat it. And I've been wanting yeah, to play because yeah. I really like JRPGs. And you know, I'm a teacher, so summer's coming up, and you know, I just have all this free time. And I'm going to yeah. be moving, so I figured it might be just a good thing just to kind of have in the back burner. Yeah. yeah. You know? See, I think when I was like uh, 13, 14, 15, still in high school, I had nothing to do but play after school. I think something like that would be just like right up my alley. But now I'm 30. I got a three-year-old. I have to stop, you know, every 30 to 40 minutes, you know to make sure okay do you got to go potty do you need something to eat do you need something to drink you know and it's just like that is just not that is not the type of game like and after everything i hear about it it is a game that i would love to try and i'm like you know like if anything it would be nostalgic because like i haven't played a, a true to form jrpg in a really long time so if i was going to i'd want it to be something spectacular like that Right, it is it is extremely good. People that say it's the best JRPG of all time, I have a hard time arguing it. The biggest thing, like I said, is just the time. Uh, but the, Not until Final Fantasy VII comes out. <laughs> yeah, but the, the best thing about it is the fact that I don't feel like it actually wastes my time. It doesn't respect my mm-hmm. time, but it doesn't waste my time. Like, there's no, right. like, dead parts in the story so far, and I'm 30 hours in or whatever. There's no dead time in the gameplay. There's nothing where I'm like, all right, this shit is really monotonous, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I do have to ask, um, is it, do you have to read it all the time, or is there voice acting? Um, it is a lot of voice acting, but you do have to read some. But a lot of the reading is kind of like your mundane thing. So if you've never played a Persona game, basically all the Persona games are set on the same premise along the lines of, like, you're a high school student doing high school uh-huh. student things, and then there's some type of supernatural element. Yeah, okay. So some of those mundane things you do, like if you go to the library and study, things of that nature, there'll be like a lot of text. Um, and, you know, you can kind of fast forward through those parts where you don't read anything. It just kind of gets through the mundane stuff out of the way. So the only part you actually read is story parts, and there's not many of those. And it hasn't been okay. 
20 minute reading sections you know it's been very quick mm-hmm. and most of the time there's voice acting uh, right. yeah. you know but it gives you the script at the bottom so you can read it and just ignore the voice actors you're trying to get through it and I found myself fast forwarding through a lot of conversations uh, right okay just trying to ground through it a little bit more um, but I'm only on like the third or fourth like palace that you have to invade where you're we're basically robbing a, va- a bank uh, of a mafia boss and um, I'm about to go against the final boss probably in the next huh. 30 minutes of gameplay or so um, yeah, yeah. And like I said, just knowing that I'm not even a third of the way through the game is just insane to me. Just how huge yeah. it is. Well, for for me, it's it's kind of, it's kind of the same way with uh, MMOs. Like I I never I never played Warcraft back in the day, so I you know I never really got into that. But even with um, Destiny, Destiny is a good example for me because when Destiny first came out, I played the out of it. You know, I was. I was in college and I really just had kind of all the time in the world. And so I just played it nonstop and I beat it. And then I would, I never, I don't, I think I did one raid in destiny one. Uh, Um, I didn't even get that far, but I played, you know, I play, I finished the story and then I did a bunch of strikes. You know, my goal was never really to play the raids, you know, fast forward to now I have destiny two, which I think I'm actually going to play after I finish God of war just to, to start it. Cause I'm kind of craving a solid halo shooter right um because yeah, that's but, what it is well i mean it's 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 dna bungee mechanics i mean you know that, that that's the way i see it but like my the way i play games is i for at least with my current work schedule i can't come home and be like hey baby i'm gonna raid with with some guys for like four right. or five hours i've been working you know eight hours you know that's, that's just not the way i play games right, so right. it's one of those most of the ones i play will be single player stories and single player games and then you know i do play multiplayer games but it's just kind of like whenever i feel like it you know yeah for sure and i think this game in particular i feel like more people would pick it up if it was on like something like the switch like golden persona 4 golden was on the psp uh vita so i guess the ps vita not psp vita um everybody has to take a shot anybody said anytime somebody says that it'd be better on the vita <laughs> yeah yeah no no but uh you know, if it was on something like the Switch where you could play it at home and on the go, I think it would be a great game, you know, for people that, you know, have train rides and things of that nature. Because really, right, you can right. jump in and out of Persona in, you know, in 30, 30 minutes or so and get a good little bit done. You feel like you're always progressing. So it's not one of those things where you have to sit down like you're saying, all right, here goes a raid for four hours. You know, it's literally you can do it in bite-sized yeah. pieces. Yeah. Uh, That's how I feel about Skyrim on, on Switch as well. I think Skyrim... I think the best version of Skyrim is on the Switch, honestly. Yeah, it probably okay. is. Just Take another shot. <laughs> but the fact, the fact that you can just... I gotta laugh, that's a nerd point. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you can just pick it up and go is probably what makes it feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, Because it is such a long game. So I feel like it would be yeah. the same way with that. But there's my brief Persona 5, well, I guess a little bit lengthy. Um, <laughs> and then really quickly, I've been doing the Detroit Become Human demo intermittently because the demo itself is like 15 minutes or so. So I'm trying to get all the I endings for that little bit. Supposedly, that's like the first 20 minutes of the game. And it's the Connor demo they showed at all the E3s and stuff. Uh, and so that's kind of my next thing. Are, are you guys interested in Detroit at all? Or are you going to kind of run it on Redbox and just check it out? Or, or how do you guys feel about Detroit? Detroit? For, yeah, the... Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play through, I'll probably will do the same thing, I'll do the red box or whatever, uh, play through it for the story, 
Um, but th this one's definitely hard. I think depending on how my first time goes or, you know, first half goes, I might want to buy it just because like even like Heavy Rain or whatever, it was such a good game. It's just nice to have in your library. Um, and so I, I would like to try it out. I would like to from the demo itself. Um, I think it's definitely worth playing through. And then depending on where the story goes, how how well it's paced and everything, um, because obviously the thing that's on everybody's the, the chip on everybody's shoulder is the Beyond Good and Evil or Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, my God. Um, the Beyond Two Souls. Um, you get I started point. playing through that again. No, 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 no. I caught myself <laughs> on that one. Have you been playing <laughs> Beyond on the like the original version or the I get was it called chronological version? The, the P yeah, I the need PS4. to do the chronological because the, the original version is so freaking stupid. I am so like uninterested in anything going on, and it's because it's like you're an adult. No, you're a kid. You're an adult. You're a baby. It's like why? Why would you do it that way? It's ridiculous. So it's like it's hard for me to like get my mind and set it outside of beyond because. Like, that's where my mind is, and unfortunately, but, I mean, from the demo alone, all the different, like, outcomes that could have happened, um, I think, are really cool. Um, real quick, what what endings did you guys get? For the demo, I think the first one I had was, um, I had the one where you save, like, you get the bad robot or whatever to give up the girl, and then the guy's immediately shooting. The, uh, yeah. the bad robot okay, and you just yeah. kind of the girl sitting there crying and looking at you and stuff and connor just walks off like no emotion like full-on android and right. i was like okay if that's the type of reaction i can get that's pretty sweet you know the the straight up android no emotion no reaction to anything just i did my job what's next you know right. so that's the ending i got i got the one where you saved the girl and uh, you tackle them off the roof. Oh, That's okay. The one I got. See, now I actually I got I tried through it a couple times, I think three or four times, and I got the one the very first time I got the um, I got the one coach got the one where everybody's fine and I'm just like, what's next? What up, player? And then the second, third, and fourth time, I kept getting the same freaking ending. Even though I tried doing certain things, I I either didn't investigate enough or I didn't trigger it the right way. So, because that's a that's another thing, at least about this particular thing. I don't know if every scenario is going to be this way. I'm assuming at least with Connor it will be. But if you don't get all the information and you don't, then you don't unlock certain... Um, you don't things unlock, you can ask. Yeah, things you can ask. Although I think I did, I did get shot once actually. Now that I think of it, because um, I had the gun and then I pulled it and he just shot me in the head. So I got three different endings. So that alone, like, really intrigues me because I'm like, okay, this is how, you know, how different each ending can be, and I I kind of like that. And so, being able to play through it, because like uh, I guess the the best example other than heavy rain obviously the best example would be like uh walking dead the telltale series i played through that at least two times every single time because i wanted to see how my choices 
would do it. And then even after that, after I got through the entire series, I played through the series again after all five episodes came out and I made sure to try to make different uh, choices and stuff. There were certain things that I always liked that choice. So I always make sure to make that choice. (laughs) Like I always help Clementine. Like I give her food first. Like when we're at the encampment or whatever, she always gets food first, you know, everyone else, but she gets food. Damn it. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, but if it's something like that, I could see myself playing through it multiple times, basically. As well. I heard on a podcast, I don't know which one, but the script for Detroit is something like 4,000 pages. Right. right. And there is, like, essentially, one of the guys, I don't know if it's one of the kind of funny guys or the IGN or Easy Allies, I'm not sure which one it was, but they asked one of the developers, like, hey, how many endings on there? And they legitimately could not tell them. They were just like, hey, uh-huh. why? So, you know, and it went back to more of that heavy rain style of, you know, look here, pick this up, you know. Uh, so I'm stoked about that. Uh, For me, I, I, it's, <clears throat> I really want to play it and I really want to buy it. But... Um, <clears throat> The second job I have right now, it's I work for basically pennies. I mean, it's just something I enjoy doing, but I get like a incremental check and I'm saving those up until we move. And I, I told my wife, I was like, hey, that's going to be my gaming you know, fun because I had it laid out what I wanted to buy this year. Right. So it's it's one of those. I just got to see where it lands because um, there are other games that I want to get. Um, but I really do want to play Detroit, especially because I think that's going to be a good couch co-op game for me and my wife. You know, nice, I'm yeah. trying I'm trying hard to get her to play more games, at least like PlayStation games, because she loves because are uh, the best. I, yeah. Well, I got I got her the we got the SNES classic last Christmas and oh, she yeah, loves okay. playing Mario World like religiously. And so I'm trying to play her like I tried to show her some Fortnite and I, I don't. I think she liked it, but it's been so long since I have. But it's a game that I do want to pick up and I really do want to play. Um, But it's just, I just, money-wise and where I'm at, I just got to figure out. It'd probably be one of those games I pick up on sale. Like uh, Mm -hmm. Black Friday. Oh, definitely. That's that's probably going to be the best place to buy it if you're strapped for cash or just, like you said, you know, just kind of, you have your gaming budget and... What can I? What do I really want? We have to make those type of decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if you get the game for forty bucks, you know, you're going to have a bargain. So, because if I yeah. have to get, if I have to pick this or Spider Man, I'm picking Spider Man. Like, Hell no, yeah, Spider Man! He does no. what a spider can. And so, <laughs> the last thing I did this week was I watched all of Cobra Kai. Have either of Cobra you Kai. watched anything of Cobra Kai? Other than not. the trailers, no. Yeah, I've seen the trailer, but I haven't watched any of the actual show. Okay. Full disclosure, the show's good. Uh, the okay. first two episodes are free on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, at least right now. They might change that, but right now they're both free. So yeah. here's an interesting question I have for you guys. Would okay. you have already started watching the show if it was on something other than YouTube Red? Uh, a, that is a really good question. Um, You know, it's... I think it's twofold. Number one, yeah, it's on YouTube, and I, I, I think my brain is just manufactured to watch shorter videos, and so I don't normally, if I watch it like a twenty-minute thing, it's because it's like a documentary about a video game or something like that, or documentary style of video game. Um, 
And then number two, like the trailer just didn't really impress me. I don't like, I don't like taking eighties nostalgia and then adding a funny twist to it because even though Karate Kid had its funny moments, even though Baywatch had its funny moments, Chips had its funny moments, you know, um, 21 Jump Street, I think that probably had its funny moments. But taking a semi-serious, you know, piece of 80s nostalgia and then just deciding, okay, well, now what if we put in some dick jokes? You know, like, it's like, okay, you're not really getting the essence of what makes this it. So at least from what I've seen from the trailers, it's just like, okay, they're just, they're trying to be silly and they're trying to go off the whole trope where like the whole, everybody's basically saying that the karate kid is actually the Cobra Kai guy, not the guy who won the tournament. Cause he won with like a, he won with a illegal move basically. And so they're trying to basically go off of that, which is basically just internet sensation. And they're trying to turn it into an internet webisode. And so that premise right there doesn't intrigue me too much, but I'm we'll willing for what, you to tell me differently. <laughs> what, I, what I didn't gather from the trailer that I've been told is that like when I watched the trailer, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, nostalgia. This is, this is interesting. What I didn't gather was I think one of the main points of the show and coach, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think one of the main points of the show is the fact that you're the show you're watching is from Johnny's perspective. Yep. And yep. you it's basically one of those oh maybe the <laughs> maybe he's not it? such what, a bad guy after what, all what, what was it what was his name <laughs> i'm brain farting on main character from the karate kid's name what was it LaRusso? daniel russo Demol daniel russo is that yes 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 i knew it was daniel something the the whole point is like maybe he wasn't as good of a guy as like like as you thought he was like in the karate kid kind of thing right that johnny's like basically teach like redoing the cobra kai's but teaching these kids who have been bullied like how to protect themselves and in that instance i'm like okay i could see that but to answer your question for me coach yeah probably um if if it was on netflix i may be like hey baby let's check this out this is interesting but you know there is nothing that i haven't seen anything yet except for maybe laser team 2 because um, I because I, I didn't get to go watch that in theaters like the first one, the other you know, Rooster Teeth Rooster Teeth movie. That was the only thing that kind of incentivized me to get YouTube Red, but even still, it wasn't enough for me to sign up for the service. Well, the fact that it was on YouTube Red really prevented me from wanting to watch it. And the moment you guys are probably talking about the trailer was where they're in the car dealership and it's like, yeah, this is the guy kicked in the face back in the eighties, whatever. Right. And it makes him come off as a real dick. Right. That's probably, yeah. Okay. So that was this one instance and like, it comes off like that at the moment, but as the show goes on, it is Daniel LaRusso is Daniel LaRusso. Um, and Johnny's eyes, you know, he's this terrible person, you know, and basically it all stems back to the fact that he feels that Daniel stole Allie, who they get more background information on. Apparently they have been, him and Allie from the first movie, uh, talking about Johnny, have been dating for like two years up until then. And it's like episode six or seven where uh, Johnny is telling the new kid, his pupil or whatever, the full Daniel LaRusso and Johnny story where you're like, 
and it's basically that video where you know Daniel Larusso is actually the bully, but it yeah. does yeah. it in a way that you're like, oh, shit. you know, that it, it kind of like if you're that person, if you're Johnny, you're like, okay, I can see that, but right. because right. we have that outside perspective, we know that's not the case. And they bend some of the truth from the first movie. You know, they're basically hitting the highlights of the first movie. That part that everybody everybody remembers the beach scene. You know, everybody remembers golf and stuff. Everybody remembers the Halloween party. You know, there's the small parts in between that nobody really remembers. And right. that's the part they really hit on is the part that everybody remembers and just not the little detail. Because basically I watched the series, finished it. And this weekend me and my dad watched the original Karate Kid. Uh, mm-hmm. so, but as far as the show goes, it is all from the perspective basically of Johnny Lawrence, and then it goes to a perspective of Daniel LaRusso, and every episode almost is about certain characters. So, the first episode oh, is all about Johnny Lawrence, where he's at in life, wanting to get back into karate and Cobra Kai, all that stuff. Then, you know, the second episode is like, here's where Daniel LaRusso's life is, so on and so forth. Here's this new kid. I think his name is Manny or something Diaz. It might be Miguel. But, um, you know, so here's like this full episode about this kid and and things of that nature. And it's not necessarily from their perspective. It's just more story for those particular characters. Yeah. And it starts off really funny, um, you know, you know, really laughable, like super cheesy 80s type stuff. Um, right. And you know the scene from the trailer where it's like, is there any way you want me to watch this win- these windows? No, I don't give a You know, that's like the first half of the season. The second half of the season, it goes and it is it gets a bit more serious. And by oh, 9 okay. or 10, I don't remember laughing hardly any. Um, so it gets really serious and they set up for season two, which just got announced. It's green lit for season two. Um hmm. And they set it up to where I think they're going to be some of those corny moments, but for the most part, I think it's going to be a bit more down to earth than the first three or four episodes are. Yeah. And if you like Karate Kid one, I, you're going to like the series. Huh. It's really good. Well, I got to watch something super awesome, and by god, super I hope awesome, it's not what you, oh god, I hope it's not what, you, what I think it is. <laughs> no, uh. I it was on Netflix. I seen it a couple of times, and I was just like, one night I was all like, "Hey, what the hell? I'll watch Tremors: A Cold Day in Hell." Oh, God, that just seems it. like <laughs> just seems like fun. <laughs> so I'm guessing you watched it too. No, I didn't watch it. I oh. loved. Okay, I loved. Oh. I loved Tremors growing up. I saw like the first three. I think I yeah. saw this, and I'm like, "Oh my God, will they let it die?" Because yes. they come out with basically one a year. It seems like. Yeah, it has officially just become a straight to DVD Land Before Time BS now. Ugh. They're like up to like thirteen on Land Before Time. It's ridiculous. It, it's what the most ridiculous part is. Um, I don't know. I'll look up the actor's name, but one of the main characters is still doing them. Like I don't yep. like. Yep. It's not Kevin Bacon's character. It's the, the other old. One. He's the old still guy. doing. Them. Which speaking of Kevin Bacon, they're coming out with a TV series, and Kevin Bacon is going to be in it. That I'm interested. Yes, yes. I'm cool for with Tremors. That. I'm totally. Cool I am with that. totally okay with that. But this BS straight to DVD sci-fi original movie BS that we go got going on with Tremors: A Cold Day in Hell. Let me just tell you how absolutely ridiculous this movie is. Okay, the first 
um, scene, very first scene, I encourage you to go ahead and just go watch it for literally five minutes. The very first scene is set in the quote, Arctic, end quote. Now, I have to put that in quotes because you can clearly see that they're at sand dunes and they just messed with the filter and made it like blue and stuff so that the so that the sand looked white so that they could say it's snow. It so here's so, so blatantly obvious. It's it's not even funny. You know, actually it is funny. I I'll, I'll give him that. It's hilariously <laughs> stupid and hilariously bad the fact that they could think for a second that be like oh this guy running in the sand and <laughs> it's not reacting anywhere close to how snow would react yeah people will totally buy that that's how funny it is so here's the thing i'm looking at i, I went to imdb the actor's name is michael gross that's oh, who, okay. that's what yep. i was thinking of yeah there's a pair <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll send it to you right now there's a picture of uh him, of the character standing against uh like in the background it's a, it's a building that says Boyd Canyon Arctic Research Station. Yeah. From this picture I can tell you that it's not in the Arctic. Like <laughs> this picture alone you can tell is in the mountains in a valley. I mean if you and when I send it to you if you look in the window that's mountainous hills not covered in snow. I mean it's it, I uh, hmm. I might have yeah. to watch this because this is ridiculous. It, it <laughs> is fun. It is so funny. I just I don't know why people thought they could get away with it. And now I did read because um, I was so interested. That's the thing. I was so interested in the absolute you know show that it was that I'm like, why? Why is this existing? And so I looked. Originally, they were supposed to film somewhere else. And then they ended up filming in Africa. I don't know why, but they... They filmed in Africa. Um, and so, okay, so now here's the funny part. I think I want to do one of those, like, you know, this movie sucks, and then, like, kind of do, like, uh, maybe not, like, Cinema Sins or something, but I want to go, like, and, like, point out all the funny things about this. Like it's got Jamie Kennedy in it? Oh, my God, how ridiculous is it? Oh, yeah, he's he was in the last one as well. He just got introduced in the last one. And the last oh, one, no. I don't even remember. Um, but anyways, so, uh, so yeah, it's set in the, quote, Arctic. But here's the funny thing. They have an establishing shot where they're flying in to where they're coming from. And it is snow. It is a snowy area. And so immediately, like, I thought to myself, well, why didn't they just film there? <laughs> like, you have an establishing shot that is 100% okay those are snowy mountains and then like the the picture you showed me um they're in the valley so they're not up into the mountains where it's snowy they're in the valley so it's a lot more like you know palm or not palm trees uh pine trees and stuff like that so the the picture you showed showed me um and so that made sense but <laughs> filming on sand dunes Oh, I just like here. Let's just let's just make it, you know, the filter like cool. You have cool, neutral and warm. It literally looks like they just put the filter to cool and then expect it to be like, ah, be, it'll be fine. People know we suck ass anyways. <laughs> yep. I see what you mean. I'm watching the trailer for it right now. <laughs> also, someone tell me, why is he wearing a white, white Arctic camo jumpsuit in the middle of the valley? 
right? I mean, that makes White Arctic literally with no a sense. a normal camo vest. <laughs> Like is Apparently that common? They fly now like, too. Is that common for people to have two separate separate types of no, camo? No, if you're I mean, wearing one, no, no, you wear one single type of camo. You don't. Yeah, like that's just bad. Co- that's just bad costume design. That's all that yeah. is. Yeah, ridiculous. But it it, it is like almost. Uh, I I can't tell yet. I really can't tell. Like I got to a certain point and then I turned it off and. I'm meaning to get back to it, but I I can't tell if it's is it so bad it's good like because even the original one Kevin Bacon and everything even the original one was a cult classic not everybody liked it the critics I don't think had a very good response to it and so it it was more of a cult classic and even the second one I really really liked the second one mm-hmm. and yep. then the third one I think and you know feel free to correct me but i think the third one was the first one that actually officially went straight to dvd because the second one still had a pretty good budget it still had you know a a theatrical release and the third one was just like okay now we're just going balls to the wall who gives a crap anymore well if the if the cover oh my dear god if the (laughs) if i'm sending you this one now too if the cover for tremors 3 is any indication yes this went straight to dvd sending it to you right now it is terrible absolutely it literally looks like someone's photoshop project in high school it looks so bad hey you gotta get those credits somewhere okay oh my god you're right (laughs) it is that's terrible (laughs) so bad uh see in three is when they introduced the ass blasters and like I understand they were going for funny and like I said this is the first one that went straight to DVD but why like cuz even in this this new one uh, the, the one they have on Netflix which is not a Netflix original just so everybody knows uh, it just happened to be on Netflix that's where I that's where I found it um but so in this most recent one like it's supposed to be this really serious moment. They're in a plane and they're getting attacked by an ass blaster. And of course they have to say ass blaster every other word. So it's like, Oh, there's, where's the ass blaster? There's the ass blaster, the ass blaster, blaster ass. I mean, it's just like, well, why did they go with that? I understand they were trying to be cheeky and trying to be cheeky, trying to make it a little bit of cool, you know, but it just, I don't like it. I don't, why in God's name would you call it an ass blaster? You know? They're, they're, it, it seems like they're encroaching into Sharknado territory. Right, and I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to get started on Sharknado, but, like, I guess I, I think I would be more willing or more receptive, if you will, um, to it if, like, that's how it always was. And, I mean, the first one, maybe. Second one, not really. I don't know. They always were just nice little monster flicks. They were nice yeah. to have on, like, if there was nothing else on. Like, yeah, was, I mean... They, they, they were entertaining. Yeah, but as soon as you hit three, and that's when their budget probably got sliced in, into, like, a quarter of what it used to be, it's just like, oh, okay, you know, and obviously they have that, that, that older gentleman on there just to have him on there, Michael Cross. Like, they just have him on there because it's like, hey, this is the guy from the other ones. You remember him? Okay, good. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's that's what I've been spending my time mainly with. So that's the weekly grind, everybody. Thanks for coming. No, no, we got much more for you. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hey, hey, do you guys like Far Cry? Go check out Hope County Radio. And 
we'll talk Far Cry. And then some Ubisoft stuff, too. Yeah. Hope County Radio. Find us on Twitter. That was perfect. <laughs> Thanks for going in there. That was, that was awesome. Um, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, man. That was... All righty. Um, so our next segment we like to call X3 Reacts, which I, I should probably put a trademark on that. I'm going to get fined on YouTube for saying Reacts. <laughs> so stupid. So this week on X3 Reacts, X3 Reacts uh, we're going to be talking about the Predator trailer. So let's start with Coach. Um, now, Coach, you have not seen any of the Predators, so you're going to be coming at this from a purely non-nostalgic point of view. What did you think about the trailer? As some, I've I've known what the movies are. I know you know Schwarzenegger force with you know that whole thing. Get to the chopper! Yeah, all that, you know, the memes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, uh, it's actually Maymays. <laughs> shut up. Shut up, Nick. Keep talking, Coach. But, <laughs> so I've never seen any of That's them. That's the point. He laughed. Um, <laughs> and I know that And as a when I was younger, I always got confused Aliens and Predator, right? Like, I never could tell the two oh, movies okay. apart. Um, although now I know they're much different, but... Um, so yeah, so when you mentioned to watch this trailer, I was like, okay, sure, a sci-fi flick, whatever. And it looks like a very generic sci-fi trailer to me. Uh, yeah. Being as somebody that's never seen it, doesn't know any type of lore about it or previous movies or anything, it's just like, so a kid finds this mysterious thing and starts messing around with it and all of a sudden it signals this creature here and now everybody's got to deal with it. Yeah. And that's pretty much what the trailer showed me. Um, and you, I don't know, is is the, I guess, some type of hand or something at the beginning of the trailer? Is that anything, like, significant? Well, first off, uh, I want to add, can we, for the love of God, stop putting teasers before trailers? <laughs> is that getting, is that is that annoying to anybody else? I mentioned uh, that he, before the show. He mentioned it. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, so, it's because of YouTube. YouTube has gone into the mainstream, and so now um, they put the teasers at the beginning of the teasers so that if people want to skip them, they still get a good idea of, you know, here are the main points of the trailer. With YouTube Red, you get to skip all trailers. There are no ads on YouTube Red. There are no ads on YouTube Red. <laughs> So I actually I actually paused this when I, I rewatched the trailer just shortly before we started recording, um, so it'd be fresh in my mind. Uh, I actually paused it on a couple moments on accident. From what I could gather from the stuff that I paused, so the, at the beginning you see the kid opening this box right. that address that I'm pretty sure is addressed to his mom because it looked like on the two to this person it was it was his mother's name or it was a very feminine name. Um, from the trailer, I would gather she's some sort of scientist that is in charge on this project of, of um, like, analyzing these predator artifacts. Because right. I think this, if I'm if I'm correct, I think this movie is going to basically be a continuation of we're not gonna we're not gonna ignore the fact that for the past thirty years we've had predators on Earth. Right. So I imagine that there's going to be a good collection of these artifacts so what i think is someone found a 
a very good collection of them and sent them to her. And the kid opened thinking, oh, hey, it's a box. Let me open it. Right. And Which I think the started, mom is the Olivia Munn character. She is. Yes, she is. Um, and so when Don't he pulls you it miss out, G4? I mean, oh, oh, we could talk about that for another day because <laughs> G4 sucks. Uh, but yeah, he he ends up activating this beacon, which which by the tra- the way the trailer is cut makes you think that that signals them to come down. But I'm not quite sure about that. Um, right, Coach, your your point is very valid. It does kind of look like a generic sci-fi movie. The shapes, especially the shape of the spaceship, looks very generic. Very generic sci-fi. Um, from our end, I am definitely excited um, because I feel like a lot of the Predator movies ended up being like you go back and watch now and they're fairly campy. And this one looks like it it will be in a sense as well. But but like they'll embrace it. Yeah. Because, yeah, they have like the one guy. He's he's the soldier and he's in the interrogation and he seems kind of like smart assy. So I can see what you mean by that. Um yeah, as somebody with nostalgia for the for the thing, I feel like it um, it looks good. The only thing I'd be worried, having watched the other Predators and loving them, or I love Predator and I like Predator Two and I like um, uh, Predators. Um, and do you count I, Alien versus Predator? Now hold on, hell yeah. Alien vs. Predator, everybody needs to get off their high horse. And Alien vs. Predator Requiem is, like, my favorite. Like love Alien vs. Predator. Love Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. It, Requiem, I thought, was even better because it continued on with it, you know. And people like, to, oh, well, you know, it doesn't mess with the canon. It's all like, well, this is non-canon. And that's where it does get kind of muddled. Uh, what's canon? What's not canon? I mean... Uh, Whatever. I, they're good films, and they're 100% fan service. I mean, you saw all you got was in Predator 2, you saw a skull. So they're like, oh, right. well, let's make, a, let's make a comic book series out of that, and then let's make a movie series about that. So It's a brilliant idea, if you think about it, because that's what the Predators do, is they hunt. So exactly. why, not, why not have them hunt xenomorphs? I mean, it, it's one of those that it's a perfect idea. Right. That's why I like it. And I mean, I feel like even if Freddy versus Jason wouldn't have happened, Alien versus Predator still would have happened. It's not like they Can were we trying to. Can we talk about that time period in film <laughs> where we had a bunch of versus movies? Right. Anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> it, it 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 looks fine. I think um, it does look a little bit generic. And the one thing I'm worried about, and the one thing I hope I hope they go back to, is the fact that the original was. I wouldn't say scary because it's hard for anything from the eighties to be scary. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, even watching like the old nightmare on Elm streets, those aren't necessarily scary. They're funny. And so, you know, that might be a bad example because I mean, Nightmare on Elm streets, pretty funny and predators a lot more serious, but still, even though it was pretty, like they had some over the top, segments it was still there was there was amount of dread there was an amount of you know um not knowing what it was it was that mystery that i think 
pulled you through the movie so now that we know what it is um and even somebody like coach for instance he might not know what a predator is or what it does but he he knows enough you know vicariously through other people that it's like okay you might know what to expect and so and so the point is that okay so is it going to surprise me is it going to make me feel tension because i that's what i want to feel i don't I don't mind if they want to go action because you get to a certain point in the movie and it needs to be gut wrenching enough that it keeps me at the edge of my seat. But it's that tension. They really need there's a fine line between tension and just being super horror tropey. And that's kind of that's I want them to walk that line. Because, I mean, there's obviously going to be horror tropes in there. We're going to see them left and right. But how do they execute them? That's going to be the biggest thing. I hope that the trailer is a misdirect. Because by the trailer, I would just classify that this is going to be an action movie. Because that's how right. the trailer kind of portrays it. So yeah. I hope that there's going to be thriller. El- not not Maybe not necessarily horror. Because I, I would, obviously, I would put the aliens in the horror category. For Predator, mm-hmm. I would put it in the suspense slash thriller category. Um, yeah, because like it's it has some tense moments, but the predator, except for maybe his like in a mouth, but um, the predator is never was never in any way scary to me, especially as a kid. And I never wa- and I, I didn't like scary movies. Mm-hmm. So um, but I I'm with you. I hope that there is an element of suspense. Like, I hope that it's more the tell. I hope the tone is a little bit different, you know, because right. the, the trailer makes it look like a Shane Black action yeah i would just also say this if there's i don't know i don't know exactly what's coming out this september i think that's when the movie's coming out um but if i pay to see that i'm probably not paying to see the movie it's one of those where i would feel totally just based on the trailer alone where i would be like if it's on tv i'll watch it or if it you know red box kind of night with some friends or something i'll watch it um and that's totally I'm I'm not excited to see the movie whatsoever. It's kind of yeah. a, when it comes around, it comes around. If there's nothing else out, I'll go see it. You know, because I, I love movies. But um, beyond that, it, it looks very generic and just actiony. And if there's anything yeah. that comes out that I'm that seems interesting, I'm probably gonna pick that over this. My, I mean, my and advice. also this is this is Shane Black. This is the same guy that got us Iron Man three, um, and but he all. I mean, that's probably the most decisive Iron Man. But he also gave us the Nice Guys, which is probably one of my favorite movies of 2016. So he kind of has that going for him since that was one of his most recent films was the Nice Guys, and so I'm kind of hopeful. But if you look at his. Um, if you look at his pedigree, he hasn't really had anything horror related. And so that goes right back to my worry. Is it going to be, is there going to be tension or is it really just going to be, here's the predator who has the M60, you know? Right. I th- I think the predator for me is going to be a movie that I'm not going to pay any attention to any attention to reviews or anything like that uh-huh. and go in just blind and just be a good popcorn flick. Like that's how I think I'm going to handle it. Are you going to get the hearing impaired headphones? <laughs> Why? Popcorn flick? No, you said you're going in blind. 
Oh, ha, 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 ha. You get a negative point for that one. No. Coach laughed on that one. That was a bad (laughs) joke. That was a bad joke. Hey, bad jokes can be good if somebody's laughing, okay? Yep. I got coach. That's all that counts. Don't, don't, coach, don't encourage him. (laughs) I'm encourageable enough. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think we're kind of all on the same page. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. I think it depends on when it comes out. When is it coming out? When do we, when are we going to see it? Is something else going to be out at the same time? Are we going to have the money for it? Yeah. You know, June fifth is when it comes out. So that we're talking, that's the middle of the summer. Oh wow! I didn't realize it was coming out. That I thought it was September. No, it is. It is. It's September fourteenth. Oh, what? So that's a negative point. IMDb has it wrong in my defense. (laughs) (laughs) It's 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 on IMDb. It's labeled as action adventure horror. So. Yeah. We'll see. We'll I see. I didn't get any horror vibes from that trailer. I, I think just because it has a scary monster, that's why it's called a horror, but who knows if it'll actually be scary. Yeah. Huh. Not not super stoked for that one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think the fact that maybe it's coming out in September, that's still kind of summery. So, yeah, I don't know. We will have to see. You guys let us know. You Have you seen it? What do you guys think about it? You can go to threatx3productions.com. Talk to us there, or you can go to TX3 on Twitter. Let us know what did you think about the Predators. Uh, have you been a fan for a long time? What was your first Predator movie? Talk to us in that or Discord. Find us on Discord. Description down below. All right, let's move on. This is one. Of, this is probably going to be one, one of my favorite um, seg- segments of the new show and that is nick and nate's 90s nostalgia nostalgia yeah say that say that 10 times fast nostalgia 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 i can't do it alliteration all right i i asked you nate i was like hey What's something from the 90s? What's the first thing? Don't even think about it. What's the first thing? And you said... Soccer boppers, soccer boppers, more fun than a pillow fight. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to tell you, rewatching that trailer, I mean, it just, it takes you back. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm going to play it right now. Just get myself in the mood. Boppers, soccer boppers. It's one of those that... It, it it also it, like soccer boppers existed in a, in a time that was great you know a time when we were telling children hey do you want to beat the <laughs> out of your friends but you don't want to hurt them <laughs> right we're gonna sell you a, a giant inflatable boxing glove right blow them up put your hand inside then you'll have the time of your life which i mean if you have to if you can fit your whole hand into it are you really gonna have that much fun yeah fair enough you know what's funny is is the i associate soccer boppers and um you remember moon shoes oh right moon shoes moon shoes yeah those i always correlated together because they were almost always right after another right right what if you had moon shoes and soccer boppers and you're just like somebody's getting you were the you were the the kid (laughs) 90s version of thanos that's what you were right if you had both of them yeah, and somebody's oh getting God. hurt. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and see, fun fact. Um, 
back when they used to have like bare knuckle boxing, people would still get very much hurt. And there was even a couple of deaths or whatever, but the deaths significantly went up when they actually had the padding of the gloves, because now you don't have to worry about your fist getting, you know, up. You could just keep punching and punching and punching. And so you, the deaths went up since then. So now here we have this. And like you were saying, you're basically encouraging kids like, hey, are you having an argument? Can you just not decide who's the best? Well, how about soccer boppers? Teach your, teach your little brother who's boss. And there's one frame in here where it actually shows um, it shows like them with only one hand with the soccer boppers. And maybe it's because mom only had enough for one. God dang it, ma! They only had enough for one, so they're sharing, basically. Instead of having one on each hand, you just have one. Well, things get heated, and maybe you don't don't hit them with the bopper. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Did did either one of you two have a soccer bopper? Um, Uh, I think my friend had it, and so... Yeah, we, we, we had a little bit of fun with it. My next door neighbor had it. I never actually owned one, but that was a good... One of my favorite experiences with it was actually, um, it was like, it was my senior celebration, you know, just graduating. So we have this nice celebration. We go there, we do a bunch of things. We had a blow up inflatable bouncy house. And then we had basically like the adult version of soccer boppers because like they're even bigger than the so- we're talking like two, three times bigger than the soccer boppers. And so then going in there and every time you'd get hit, like it would hit you hard enough to like send you on your ass. But then you just bounce right back up. It was so much fun. Yeah, the, the, the thing me and my neighbor used to do, he had a trampoline as well. You know, the one sock and bopper each, and we just get on opposite ends of the trampoline, bounce a little bit, and just go at each other. So it was just <laughs> like, like Matrix a, style. Uh, Matrix <laughs> style, who hits first and who lands first. Like, it was, it was great. <laughs> oh, man. Back when I we mean, had to use our imagination. Yeah, right. See, and this is back in the day when, when you know, those cartoons were too violent, you know? The, the turtles, they couldn't use their weapons in their movies because that, that's sending the wrong message to the kids. You know, you don't, they shouldn't be using their, their, their weapons. That's just too much violence. Good time. You done yet? No, I am not done. You I'm sound, done. you sound, you sound like, you sound like somebody from now. I sound like <laughs> you sound like mom. you're triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Are you triggered? Are you triggered? I'm triggered. I'm triggered. So salty. I am triggered because you know why? You know what pushes my freaking buttons? Cartoons. Why do they have to be educational? Keep your education in school. I can I can I'm, do the schoolhouse rock or whatever, but I don't want my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to teach me multiplication. I now, mean, you, you see, could. I cut this pizza into thirds. How many pieces is that, kids? Well, you could be like <laughs> I did and watch Rocco's Modern Life and, to- and taught me how to work in a... Uh, uh, a phone sex company. Oh, oh my god! See, cartoons were the best back then because, like, it was, it was right before. And see, the once the once the moths, once the moths, they came in and they started seeing what they were watching, and they're like, "Oh no, what is this? You know, 
like Rin and Stimpy, and like Rin has a piece of board on him, and Stimpy is like helping him with the saw. Like it's like whoa, it's like you could get away with that because parents didn't care, and like all of a sudden there's like there's this this switch that flipped and they're just like okay now we care and now we have to yell at you know fox oh god freaking saturday morning cartoons are ruined by parents but hey get some soccer poppers and beat the crap out of each other because you know hospitals are cheap so yeah kids that was nick and nate's 90s nostalgia for the week (laughs) what a transition next time street sharks or power rangers street sharks or power rangers you guys well, decide. You guys vote on um, go to go to TX3 Productions on Twitter and vote. What do you want us to talk about next? Do you want it to be Street Sharks or do you want it to be Power Rangers? I'm eagerly awaiting. All right. So before we leave, we're gonna have a new set or we're gonna have a segment where we play a board game and then we give our impressions on it. So this week we're gonna choose what that board game is. All right, so Nate, choose a letter A through A through Z. F. F. Okay, then there's one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, so there's nine F. I'm looking on all about games where I can rent a game, a board game, and then play it. So there's nine. So, uh, Coach, pick a number one through nine. Three. Okay, so one, two, three. I'm going to play Flux Adventure Time. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like Adventure Time. All right, so I'm going to play Flux Adventure Time. And so then next time I will give you my impressions on that. I'm assuming Flux is a part of a franchise because there's like Flux Oz, Flux Batman. Why couldn't you have said two? Flux Adventure Time, Flux Dice, (laughs) Flux Star... Flux me, right? Uh, flux in L. Um, so, yeah, I will play that. And then by the time we have our next episode, which we will be recording that on the 28th of May. So that means it'll come out on the 29th. Look out for that. I'm going to give my impressions on Flux Adventure Time. All right. So one of the last things we have is the TX3 Challenge. All right, so the TX3 challenge is we give out a challenge to you guys. You have to record said challenge and then give it to us, and then you'll win a prize. And now here's the thing. Every time we give out a challenge, if nobody gets it, it goes up by $10. So it's going to start off at $10 and be relatively easy. And then the further up we go, it's going to get harder and harder and harder. And then if we get to $100, we'll give you two chances for that one. You'll have two final challenges. And if nobody gets it, then we start back over at 10. So this week, you must submit it by 527, which will be the midnight before we record. Must be recorded recorded with your gamer tag clearly visible a full minute before and after the challenge to make sure there's no tampering or that it's a part of another compilation video. Um, and yes, we will be specific. So if we tell you something, we, we will be very specific. Like for instance, your very first challenge is a jump 360, no scope headshot. 
And what I mean by, yes, we will be specific is, yes, it has to be at least 360. Yes, it needs to be no scope. You cannot quick scope. You can't use like a quick scope method to get to the head and shoot. We will be paying attention to that. But jump, 360, no scope, headshot. This can be any shooter game, so it doesn't need to be like Fortnite or Call of Duty. It can be anything. So make sure that you record it a full minute before and after, and it cannot be staged. So you can't have your buddy standing in, you know, in front of you. You do a jump three, four times trying to get it. So uh, jump 360, no scope, headshot. Now, for the moment, probably nobody was waiting for. We got to tabulate the score for the nerd points. Dun, how, dun, dun. How much, how much do you think you got, Coach? Maybe two, two or three. Yeah, you got one. Nate, Nate, what do, what do you think you got? Three. <laughs> good job, Nate. You know what? That deserves a point right there. You're so good because it doesn't matter because I got five. And yes, I counted Coach laughing. I know you're you're <laughs> immune to my ways, Nate, but as long as I get somebody to laugh, it still freaking counts. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. I'm not going to fault that logic. <laughs> it was a pretty uh, lame joke, but it was hilarious enough. It was lame enough to... It's kind of, you know, kind of like your Tremors movie. You know, just bad enough to be great. <laughs> All right, so thank you so much, for joining us today on Nerd to the Third. We will be joining you again on the 29th. So let us know how you think we did. You can go to TX3 Productions on Twitter. You can go to ThreadX3Productions.com <laughs> or on Facebook. And let us know how do you think we did. If you could give us a review, it would very much help us to get discovered and everything. And hopefully we can continue to bring us, bring you even more content make sure to check us out on youtube as well we'll have the video version of this along with some videos so thank you so much this was nick and nate and coach smith all right thank you so much for joining us you guys have a good night prepare your buttholes for what (laughs) i don't know i just felt like saying prepare your buttholes prepare your buttholes you gotta get the Vaseline's. <laughs> Fantastic. This is so great. Real quick question. No. On the K's, Gosh, on the on the asshole. weekly grind, is K for coach? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's my first name. <laughs> my first name is Kyle, so I if ch- you want me to, I can. Okay, okay, okay. okay. first name's I, Kanye? There's a part of me. <laughs> yes, first name is Kanye. That is correct. There's a part of me that was like, did, did Nick put K for coach? Like, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Uh, uh, coach! Coach's turn! He needs to talk now. <laughs> <laughs>